Welcome to Upskill Talks. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw, lead upskiller at Upskill Community. Upskill Talks is a podcast for leaders. Leaders who are actively seeking innovative and creative ways to interact, lead themselves and others. In every episode, through real-life stories and enlightening conversations, we will explore the challenges and opportunities real leaders face in today's ever-changing workplace. We will present you with real strategies for you to leverage your soft skills and produce transformative results. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Let us begin. In this episode, we wrap up our conversation in this series on radical integrity. If you haven't joined yet, this is the episode you want to listen to. If you've been following us all along, this is going to close out your ideas and ours. Come on in. Let's continue the conversation. I think it's interesting how we've come back to this definition and understanding that integrity doesn't just lie within us, that there is an interaction with the public, with others, to determine whether or not we are holding or exercising or practicing that value. Yes. There is a sense to which integrity is about me belonging to me, mm-hmm. but then I also need to engage. I do need to get out in society in different spaces and belong in those spaces. There may be an opportunity for us to understand fit in the context of, of integrity. And part of the integrity trade-off it might be that we, in the pursuit of a specific value that rises higher in the hierarchy at that moment in that circumstance of our lives we're not seeing ourselves in the in and i use the word loosely as a perfect fit within certain circumstances but I'm, i'm engaged in that standing to some extent in my integrity too as a means to an end the ends may not always justify the means, as I think, uh, Tiffany, you allude to in terms of that slippery slope. So this, this conversation, as it evolves, I think is helping us to understand that this business of integrity is a, a much more complex mm-hmm. thing than, than we would at face value like to take it. And people will show up in circumstances, in situations, being true to themselves in very maladaptive ways that that test that moral component to this business of integrity that I think we are agreeing is, is part of that broader concept. But I'd like us to come back to leadership because I think leaders hold a specific space in these social economic groupings. And I'd like us to grapple with the idea of leadership in the context of the emerging phenomenon of inclusion. And how do we as leaders empower members to show up as themselves, in these organizations, in these groupings, recognizing that members showing up as themselves may challenge 
the central idea and identity of the group. How do we as leaders, at, in one sense, enable, while at the same time seek for some level of conformity around what we hold to be true? Anyone well, want to jump into that deep? Openness, creativity, and conformity to sit side by side in one organization. Sit side by side in the same. Good question. Good question. (laughs) (laughs) Good question. Does does anybody want to bite at that one? (laughs) Good question. Because we as leaders are now challenged in Mm -hmm. the context of inclusivity Mm -hmm. to bring some empowerment to individuals who may, in their exercise of integrity, be slightly on a different end of that spectrum than others. How do we how do we build a happy home? Wow. Are you I going to Penny? Yeah, I think the first place to start as a leader is questioning why things are the way that they are. Right? Why why are we determining that those individuals are at some other part of the spectrum and really spectrum of integrity and really doing that deep self-reflection and introspection and looking at our organizations and say, is, is it really them or is it us? Right. And what do I then need to do as a leader to be more inclusive of those perspectives and to create the space for all, all of those aspects to thrive together. But I think it definitely starts with us as leaders individually to challenge and question the spaces that we exist in. I think we need to be clear first and first and foremost, not just personally, but as an organization, as groups, clear around, because ultimately integrity is a practice of values. So we need to be clear around what those values, what those values are and understand that there will be the possibility that individuals may show up with integrity in respect to their own value system that really can't coexist within the value structure that we have, but at the same time, be open to the fact that we also need to re-examine our own value system because I posit that the business of values is not static. It's not a fully formed thing. Values must evolve if we are to survive. Um, Peter, how do we do that? As uh, Peter, I Go have ahead. a question. I have a question. Go ahead. Can you tell me an instance and in, in a place where the inclusion cannot be successful because certain integrities cannot coexist. I'm struggling. If we are thinking of inclusion, I struggle with the idea of where that mm -hmm. might be, where things cannot coexist. Right. Right. I think what I'm trying to get at, Sylvia, is the extent to which for inclusion to be successful, the organization itself needs to unfix its sense of its own values. We need to recognize that there's a certain fluidity, a certain openness that's required for inclusion to be successful. And in the organizations and leadership styles that suggest that it's my way or not, 
then inclusion is not possible yeah. in real ways. So it's examining, it's always re-examining the value structure that our integrity sits on and being prepared constantly to reassess mm -hmm. and challenge our own value system. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's part of what we're seeing, I think, to some extent in our, in our political uh, structures around the world where there is this tendency to solidify because we feel that the world is somehow we're losing control and that can exist within our organizations as well so the imperative i think as a leader towards the success of an inclusive environment is also developing a value system of, of openness and a willingness to be somewhat introspective and always re-examining what our value scaffolding looks like. Peter, I think this is a really interesting conversation where the imperative is on the leader to be inclusive and to create a culture of inclusion. And it begs the question, how does a leader do that under the current conditions? I think about the leader under pressure, under pressure to perform, to work with low staff, to deal with mental health issues, to learn new methodologies. The leader is under pressure to manage hybrid staff. The leader is under pressure to do more with less time. The leader is under so much pressure on top of what was already pressure. Many years ago, I did training within an organization and part of the conversation, we learned that 90% of the leaders in the training did not know what the organization's values were. And so now we're talking about creating and cultivating a values environment within the organizations. Leaders have little or no space to even go and explore. Let me think about the values, have conversations that help them to understand the values at these deeper levels, help them to, to sit down with their staff and figure out what the staff values are and how they align or conflict with the organizational values. Do the teams have separate values that do not necessarily fit with other divisions within the organizations? There is so much already on the leader's plate that this new imperative, which shouldn't really be new, but this new imperative to be more inclusive scares a lot of leaders, mm -hmm. puts fear into a lot of leaders. Like, I don't even know what inclusive means because inclusive, again, is fluid and shifts from context to context. And literally, most leaders are dealing with a different definition or variation of inclusion, and they do not have the tools or the mechanisms because this was not taught when they did leadership training. A lot of leaders come into leadership from a technical role, just being really good at what they do and getting promoted and now have this team. And, and these are concepts that leaders are not getting the kind of support to do, but the imperative is on them. And so I think inclusive leadership this is definitely the only form of leadership that we're going to be seeing and needing in the future. The research already suggests that the future leader is inclusive. But exactly how do leaders invest 
and take their team on that journey in this context when they're already cognitively overloaded, exhausted, and struggling, and really straddling to try and stay alive with all the other things that they have to do. How is that even going to happen? And the value signaling within the organizations that espouse publicly a sense of inclusion, while in the same breath, implicitly promoting yesterday's values. It is the profit, it's the bottom line at all costs. So I don't have all the answers. I'm wondering if anyone has any suggestions in terms of this idea of integrity, which speaks in organizations to inclusion being a core value. How do we as leaders seek to to invest in building and growing centers of integrity and belonging within our groups, our departments, our teams, our organizations at large. I think the magic word was what you just said, investment. And I think that is where part of the failure is. And an investment has to be a recognition of what Michelle just mentioned. If they don't have the skills, then upskill, right? It's time for them to upskill. If they don't have the skill, it's time for them to to get help, to get support, to get the the assistance they need. If if they don't know everything and they don't have to know everything, they're human beings. Upskill. I agree. I agree. And the investment doesn't necessarily only have to be in dollars, although everything can sometimes be translated to dollars and cents, it may simply be an investment in time with respect to that integrity, coaching that sense of belonging. I, I know we've run well past the hour <laughs> that we slated for this conversation. I wanted to leave on the table this idea that as within the context of integrity and leadership, there is now a strong imperative for us to find space for different perspectives, find space for different individuals showing up in our various environments, while at the same time holding to the notion that integrity is in fact a sense of wholeness. And I like a phrase that I'm going to borrow from Brene Brown, where she says, our integrity or our sense of belonging is not a a thing that's negotiable with with others. We need to find strong ways to practice that sense of understanding who we are, knowing that who we are may be at times situational, may be at times on top of shifting and competing value sets that are all part of who we are. So we may not necessarily be being untrue to ourselves if at one stage we're showing up in a particular way, at another stage we're showing up in another way. We need to be able to make this idea of belonging practicable to ourselves and invest in upskilling as leaders to be able to take us into this new world of true inclusion where we, each of us, participating 
in these groups can in fact show up as persons of full integrity. I want to thank you all for for the conversation. Okay, so um, just to to close this, I'm just going to say that I'm what I've learned from this conversation is clearly in order for us as leaders to begin to take our team, our people on any journey, any road in terms of inclusion, we have to show up whole on our own. We, the, that wholeness, that integrity at the individual level needs to be a prerequisite for integrity at the team and organizational level. Showing up whole on your own uh, is going to be an important component of that. So thank you very much for joining us uh, for this special episode of Upskill Talks. I want to also say thanks very much to Upskillers, Peter Walford for leading the conversation, to Sylvia Caicedo, Diana McIntyre, Tiffany Castell, and Kadeem Layler for participating in this very enlightening, deep discussion of radical integrity. It's taken us up, it's taken us down, and it's brought us right back to the understanding that integrity really means being whole on your own. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Upskill Talks returns again next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Upskill Talks. We bring you new episodes every Monday. Please take a moment to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and a written review at Apple Podcast. Or follow us on Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to share Upskill Talks with other leaders like yourself so they too may gain the skills and insights to produce amazing results. Please go to upskillcommunity.com to review show notes and learn how you can join a community of leaders from across the globe collaborating to lead in a more meaningful and impactful way. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. And again, thank you for joining me on this episode of Upskill Talks.